You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. It used to be if, if, if you said an S word in golf, right? The S word in golf was associated with shanks, right? Now it's kind of, you call someone a swear or a slider. That's about the same thing, right? It's a, it's a pretty low cut to somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten a uh, bad name for itself over the years. Probably for a, a few different reasons. I think uh, golfers will see somebody, can, they think they're moving around too much with their lower body. They just say, hey, you got to shut all that off. You don't want any slide in your golf swing, and nothing can really be uh, – further from the truth and you know we use a lot of 3d motion captures we're actually measuring a lot of swings good swings and bad swings yeah and um you know you start to realize you know obviously there's slide in the swing the problem is when it happens and, and how much that people get off track and i think that's the key when and how much right it's, it's that way with anything else i can uh i have been accused of of uh, not having the best eating habits once or twice the the answer or the fix for poor eating habits isn't to stop eating. It might work for a minute. <laughs> I've tried it. <laughs> right? That's not a solution either. Like just getting rid of food is not a solution. You gotta learn how to eat better, when to eat, right? So it's the same thing with golf. Like the yeah. if you're sliding all over the place and let's let's kind of first spend some time talking about what is a slide and what's too much, what's not enough. So if we're thinking of just the pelvis and we'll just think of the center of the pelvis, everyone starts, let's say if you're looking at gears, everyone starts at zero, zero, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? Does your pelvis move to the right? If you're a right-handed golfer, move away from the target in the backswing, right? The great players do that. And does it move towards the target in the downswing? Every great player we've ever seen does that as well. Now, how much that happens and when, that's the key. And what we see great players fall into in the backswing with an iron at somewhere around an inch, inch and a half movement away from the target. Early in the backswing. Yep, with a driver, it's between two, two and a half inches most likely. That's early in the backswing. And then on the downswing, it's basically three and a half to four and a half inches forward. Of, this is all based on where they started address. So with a driver, it's roughly almost seven inches total from back to front. And then with an iron, it's about six. Back to front, five and a half, six. That's a decent amount of movement. Yeah, it's, it's more than people realize, right. actually. Especially, you know, we'll have golfers come in from all over the world, really fly in to take a lesson to the warehouse because all this great technology that we utilize to measure swings. And um, we'll get them in there. And and a lot of times, especially if they've been taught not to move at all or they, they've really worried about swing, telling them that they can move some, a lot of times for a lot of people, that's the first time they've ever felt anything athletic in a golf swing. Like when you just strip away all the slide, that, that, that step, that shift, turn, shift, turn kind of motion, the shift is the, the lateral, the right, slide, right. right? That 
rhythmic motion of doing that, that creates the athleticism in, in the swing. So um, if you've been cutting that out of your swing, that, that's something you need to look at and say, okay, what, how do I need to do this the right way? Yeah, the fix for oversliding isn't getting no rid of all lateral motion. Right? That, you're creating a whole other set of issues for yourself. Exactly. And, you know, you can – first thing you need to do, like let's say, okay, we've been talking about this for a minute. How do you fix it? Or how do you know you're even doing it wrong? Well, I mean, you can – there's a lot of video programs out there on your cell phone. you got a great camera mm-hmm. on your cell phone. Video your swing from face on. Draw some lines. We've got videos on how to do that, you know, up near each leg. And look at it and say, okay, am I making these, this movement pattern that, that we're discussing here? Or am I, am I going way far away from the target on the backswing, and then I'm not able to go f- forward far enough on the downswing? It's, it's fitting that, what did you say, six or seven inches there. Mm-hmm into the right spot in the swing. Too. Right, right. It's when you, are those six and seven inches occurring? Because you could do four on the back, but you've only got a quarter of a second to swing down. You're only right. able to get two coming forward no matter how hard you slide. So playing inside of that window is super important. And um, to, to be able to do that, you need to know where you currently are in your swing. To do that, video your swing, draw some lines, pull up a, a tour player on YouTube, Mm-hmm. And compare yourself. Put the same lines on it. Download their swing. Put the same lines on. Find a good player that's kind of built like you that you like their swing. Mm-hmm. Put some lines on their swing. Put some lines on your swing. I mean, you can learn a lot from doing that. You've got your own, basically, you just created your own pros versus AMs. You don't even need us anymore. Yeah. There, there's a number of things <laughs> well, in the golf swing that are, that, are, uh, that are difficult to see on video. Like when you talk about rotation and those sorts of things. Well, there are a number of things like lateral motion that's pretty easy to see. Yeah, you can see it. I mean, the body's turning, so it skews it a little, yeah. but, you know, because you take up less space when you're rotated. But, I mean, you can see lateral motion and the timing of it. Yeah, the timing of it's the big thing. And let's kind of talk about where we see most golfers kind of fall into one or two groups. Well, one will be the, the golfer who maybe he's been called a slider or a swayer, and he's trying to stay still as he rotates, stay centered, right? We hear that all the time. And then you wind up, wind up, and oftentimes you're going to see the left shoulder, his lead shoulder kind of dip down into the swing because he's trying to stay centered and the shoulders get too steep. And then he's got nothing going as far as any kind of flow or, or lateral motion in the swing. It's kind of like, you know, jumping for a rebound without actually lowering There's yourself. no momentum. Right, so there's no momentum there. And then late at the backswing to try to, in an effort to get some momentum, it's a big home to the right and then you're transitioning well into your right foot. Yeah. You, you, from your right foot. I like where you're going with this because it's like a few common problematic patterns that right. you see with, in regards to sway, right? You've got the guy that tries to stay still on the backswing, and he ends up going too far to the right, right. as he goes from you know halfway back to the top. You've got that guy. And, you, and that guy's – so the whole point of being recentered at the top is so you can stop moving forward. Yeah. Right? Because you're already there early. The guy who does what we just described is now having to shove himself to the front side in that quarter of a second. There's no time to kind of get over there and have enough time to stop yourself. So you often find this kind of saggy left knee coming in through impact Mm -hmm. and kind of a slide down the fairway. Yeah. You get all sorts of scoopies, flippies, all kinds of stuff from that one. Yep. So we'll call that pattern one. Yep. And then pattern two, uh, I would say the guy that's deathly afraid of swaying on the backswing, yep. and he turns and moves his hips toward the target as he's starting the club away. And that's another problem because he's used up all his forward motion, 
in the first part of the backswing. So now he's either got to keep going forward or kind of back his hips out. And to me, uh, that's not a good pattern either. And we've, we've measured every one of these. It's, you know, we've, we've, Several times. we've got the ability to measure everything. We've seen it all. So we, you kind of start putting these patterns into different buckets. And this one you see a lot. And it not only the pelvis motion it gets off track, but the ground forces are not uh, being utilized uh, efficiently, I guess I would say. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. So that would um, be that would be two. Two. And then the third one is the guy who just, you know, and this is what everybody thinks of when they think of a slider, the guy who just really flies over to his right foot, kind of rolls to the outside of that trail foot, you know, hip hiked way up, and he's kind of what everybody thinks of as a slide and a reverse C. We actually see far fewer of those golfers than we do the first two. Yeah, and that guy might even fly back the other way. It's right. almost like he's doing like a, a – bell it's, it's looks like those things they have out those little inflatable things outside of a car lot yeah right it's boom, just kind boom, of boom, flying hips all over the place and um so so let me let me think about this for a second now let's say you're a slider and you forward let's say seven inches like if you came in and took a lesson from us you know and, and you started at zero at address and by the time you hit the ball you're seven inches right. forward which we see it a lot that's outside we call our, our windows amg windows mm-hmm. basically so if you're outside of our window all right, we need to we need to work on that. The problem with trying to fix your own swing sometimes is that the reason you're a lot of times you're doing that for a reason. We had a lesson the other day that was doing that. If you just try to cut the slide out, like I say, overslide. If you just try to cut the slide out, you're probably going to not have the club in the right place to do that. Well, it's probably going to be super steep. So the things need to be oriented in the right place so you you the, the problem with the golf swing usually you know it doesn't nothing happens in a vacuum everything is moving the way it is because something else is doing what it's doing so if you are trying to fix that if you do have an overslide you know i think we started this thing by talking about no slide but if you mm-hmm. overslide mm-hmm. it's probably for a reason your club face your, your shaft's coming down way steep and you're just busting through the. you're talking about the downswing yeah the downswing yeah, yeah. so that's where I was going with that. Yeah. So a, a good general rule when you're looking at your swing or any swing, really. And if you're looking around impact, every one of us has the impact we have because that gives us the best chance of trying to hit at our target. Right. It's not the ideal chance in many cases, but it's the best chance. So in your scenario that you just described, which many of you are doing, if you're overslid and you can see where your, your hip, if you're on a face-on video, your hip is going to be at or in front of the golf ball. We see it every single day. If you're over sliding, you're doing that for a reason. Your body is saying, I've got to do this to most likely get the club shallow enough so I can come a little bit from the inside because I've started down steep. That's the most common reason for that. Exactly. And a lot of times, like let's say you you have identified that you do slide too much because that's a certain amount of the golfing population Mm -hmm. too. A lot of times cleaning up that transition move, mm. using the recentering and getting the club shallow, you you won't slide anymore. Yeah. You'll you'll kind of brace up because you feel where that club is and you feel that you don't have to keep sliding to keep it from being steep coming into the ball. So obviously uh, a lot of ways to skin a cat, but when you're working on your swing and we're talking about sliding here and lateral motion – you might be doing something with a club that's causing it, or you might just have a bad concept. And I think those are the kind of the two main points. Yeah. And, and another, another common, so that's, that's one kind of common perception or misconception about sliding is that it's bad. Lateral motion is bad in the swing. We have yet to capture a professional golfer that doesn't have lateral motion. It wouldn't be professional golfer at that point. Right. 
And then the other side of it is golfers will often tell us if I'm, if I'm moving laterally, if I'm sliding, I can't be rotating. So that's another reason why, or maybe the, the precursor, why they don't want to move laterally is because they think it'll increase rotation. That's a, that's a bill of goods that's been sold on the internet, Instagram For crowd. folks that don't measure. And it's just not true. It so we have true. yet to capture a professional golfer who does not rotate without moving laterally. There's no point in the golf swing where you rotate and are not moving laterally. And, and the, the truth of the matter is you're actually, ro- you're actually moving laterally while you're still closed yes. in the backswing. You think of the backswing, right? There's a movement to the right as you're closing, and there's a movement to the left as you're still closing. While you're still closing in the backswing, and then the turn kicks in. So that, that's, that throws that out because one of the, I can think of the guy right now is very open at impact, and he actually backs in. A bunch. A bunch. So that's just, it doesn't hold water. It's one thing to throw something out there and sound like you really know what you're talking about. It's another thing to measure it and actually have facts behind what you're teaching. And listen, we don't say that we, you have to come to us for a lesson, but at least go to somebody that has measured a swing, has measured swings and really knows what they're looking at. Yeah, you, you can, and we'll explain. So you can see lateral motion, you can get a good idea on video. So if you're looking at your video, of your swing or really any swing from the face on view and the camera's in a good face on view, not kind of one of these skewed angles you'll see. Draw a line down the outside of each leg, just a vertical line, basically from the hip down to the knee. A yeah, little bit angle, leave about a pixel between the Right, the, just the, the, the littlest of gap between the legs. So you can see some air if the movement's right. there. What you want to look for is in the backswing that you either close that little gap or maybe just creep your, your hip or your thigh past that line it's a small amount and then mid back swing you kind of on that line then as you start nearing the top of your swing you should move back to basically now your hips are going to be turned obviously but you should be basically back between those two lines right and then in the downswing very early you should start to close that gap on the left side and then ideally by impact you have that line running down the middle of your front leg and that's pretty much we've seen enough 3D with at the same time capturing the golfer on the force plate so we can draw the lines and compare the 3D. That's pretty much a three and a half to four and a half inch movement on the downswing. Yeah, we basically using the 3D and the force plates, we created a system that you almost use with video. Exactly. Right? exactly. To, to see some of this stuff. And if you if you have the ability to do that and film your swing and draw the lines. Once you know what you're supposed to be doing, then you have a, a guideline to go by, right? You have yeah. a plan. You're not just out on the range guessing. Film your swing. Take a step back from the golf balls for a second. They're going to be there when you go back, I promise. You don't need to empty em- your pockets yeah. of the golf balls. You don't need to empty the bucket out in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hit a ball, film it, go look at it, draw the lines. It might take you three, five minutes, whatever, mm-hmm. two yeah. minutes, whatever. Take the time to look at it. If you didn't do it right, you don't like what you see, do it again slower. Yes. Film it, see if you did it right, and then if you can do it then, then speed it back up. Yeah, I mean, we say it all the time in lessons. If, if you don't know if you did it or not, you didn't go slow enough. You went too fast. Yeah. You can't sit there and tell me, I definitely made the movements you're asking me to do. They might not be perfect, but they're in the general right, uh, right vicinity. You went too fast. You yeah. can't tell me. And the golf ball is not going to tell you you did it or not. It's not because the golf ball does lie no matter what anybody tells you. That's exactly I've right. seen some really bad swings hit some really good shots, yeah. which everybody can do once in a while. But you might make a – we do it all the time in lessons, and that's like why we like teaching full swings indoors a lot. 
will have someone make a really good motion. They just haven't learned how to release the club from there yet, so they might almost miss the ball. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised if you keep making that good body motion and arm motion or this lateral movement. Eventually, if you do enough of that, you'll start finding the club face because your brain will figure out the release pattern. It yeah, needs to be different. It's back to what we said at the beginning. Like You've got the impact you have because you need it. If you get rid of those reasons, you're not that impact's not going to disappear in the next swing. It's going to take a few minutes for you to say, okay, I'm coming down a little differently now. I don't have to throw the hands or slide through it. I mean, we had a lesson the other day, and the person was like, oh, that was terrible. I was like, actually, believe it, it or best not, swing. that's the best <laughs> swing you've ever made in your life, yes. I promise you. You've never made a swing that good in your life. Now, just because you didn't hit it good, that means nothing. It means absolutely zero in a golf now, lesson. he said it was terrible and was looking to rake the next ball. He didn't even look to see what he did. Yeah, you know, and the way we have our studio set up, every shot is measured, Yeah, and you Pick your head up and look at the data. We got video, we got gears, and we got force plates running usually. He was so disgusted by impact that he just thought there's no way that could have been any good. Yeah, so if you wanted to learn the most in a lesson with Mike and I, you would take the time between shots to look at what you did because we're sitting there. That's what you're paying us for, not to beat as many (laughs) balls as you can beat. You might hit five balls in a golf lesson and learn more than you've ever learned in your life about your golf swing because you took the time. Instead of raking another ball up and hitting it, you looked at the screens the TV monitors and the data to figure out what you did, what you need to do on the next swing to make it better. And that's to me, how you're going to improve. Yeah. We're, if you want to pay us to watch you fire through balls, I mean, Go we're ahead. expensive ball washers. Go ahead. I'll, I'll sit there and you'll see me on my phone <laughs> looking at my watch. <laughs> Just let me know when you're ready to get started uh, practicing the right way again. So to, to bring this full circle, don't be afraid of lateral motion in the swing. In fact, you should be learning how to do it correctly because it's going to be a, it's a weapon in your golf swing. It's a foundational move. Yeah. You, so don't be you afraid. You got to have this one. Put lines on your videos, set up a mousetrap, teach yourself to know what those confines should be, and then go out and practice them, and your swing is going to be better for it. Amen. Amen.